ready. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and prefer not to disclose, back to the Undressing Underground podcast with kittens and unicorns. Hello. <laughs> so, what are we doing today? Uh, today I talked to Red Rider, who is a Gaga commenter and uh, one of the moms at the Salad Bowl, which is a sub-blog within the Kinja blogosphere. <laughs> it's a popular sub-blog that, uh, I guess, like, you know, talks a lot about people of color issues and that are particular to people of color. So I get to talk to her and it was really great. She's a long time, like, friend too, like online friends, you know? So um, it's always, that always adds an extra fun there for me, getting to know somebody that I've known. Hello. Hey, girl. Hi, Red Rider. How are you? Good. How are you? Hold on. Let me make sure I can. This is happening correctly. Okay. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm being lazy. What does that mean? I'm. I haven't left my bed in a bit, so I'm drinking coffee. Nice. Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm on my. I guess third cup of coffee today, which is. Oh, I just got my third one too. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly it's a coffee day for me I mean I can drink coffee all day I kind of have to, I have to be conscious of not drinking coffee all day because I start getting sour stomach don't you um yeah like I uh, and then it's let's see I wake up and I usually make coffee and I just kind of read um like log on a gawker and just see what's going on and then it's like noon and I realize that I haven't eaten <laughs> But I have to go to work, and so, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Um, I also like reading Gawker and drinking coffee at the same time. The mm. problem is, like, when you're still on your first cup, but you start commenting, it's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, please let this be, like, cogent. I know. I'm not awake in the mornings either, so. Especially uh, since my cat wakes me up early, so I can, like, let her out. Oh, you have a cat? I have two, yeah. What are their names? So, May... Um, she's my shadow. I've had her since she was eight weeks. And then Felix is my other cat, but he's up with my boyfriend right now. So, Aww. yeah, my, uh, I go and visit him like half the week. And then I told him, I'm like, it's weird to be up here without a cat. He's like, oh, bring Felix. So he's been up there all the summer. Oh, yeah. mm, where are you right now? Uh, if you don't mind asking me, like where are you located? San Diego. Uh, okay. Um, so I guess, should I just start asking you questions about Gawker? Sure, go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what's the origin of your Gawker username? Like, what's your avatar, and why'd you choose it? So my avatar is Storm from the X-Men, and she is, uh, in a rainstorm, and she's just looking up, and she's smiling, and it's just such a bomb-ass picture, I love it. Mm -hmm. So I changed my avatar, um, to that recently, and um, my origin name comes from uh, one of my creative uh, writing classes where one of my uh, like schoolmates said that he loved this particular story that I read. It was very like passionate. He's like, it was really like a lot of red writing. He's like, I love it. And I took that to heart. So 
So wait, uh, he said it was really passionate and it was a lot of red writing. Yeah, he, he was trying to say that like it was passionate, like like a uh, um the way what did he say? Like a like fire. Like he's like it just it's uh you know like a passion that consumes fire. He's like like red writing. He's like this is a passionate red writing, and I never heard that before. I think he might have made it up, but I love that he said that. So I remember that um whenever I was making. Uh, my profile and I went with it. I thought it was like one of the best compliments I've ever had. Yeah, I like it. If you, when he explains it that way, I sort of see it like, I guess, like sort of, like it could be like a revolutionary name. I don't know why. <laughs> Red writer. Yeah, um, I think cheerful ex-girlfriend thought I was like an Irish girl. What? And that's why I had like red writing. She she just assumed I was like a redhead, and I was like, oh nope, not at all. <laughs> and um, I remember she said that one time. I think I always thought you just drank red wine and wrote a lot. <laughs> I swear. I think because you also would talk about drinking wine, and so I just put it together. I love wine. I don't drink red wine because it goes straight to my head, so I drink a lot of white wine. Mm, I don't drink at all, so I haven't. But I do think that white wine tastes, for me, it's like a lighter, easier taste. Yeah, it depends on what you get. Like, I, I just buy that cheap Moscato stuff because I'm not I'm just trying to get a buzz. Like, so <laughs> I'm all about that. <laughs> Um, I have a question. If you were to have any superpower, I mean, since your avatar, I'm looking at it right now, mm-hmm. is Storm. If you could be, if you could have any superpower, then what would it be? Um, you know, I, I always used to think, have an answer. And then I started watching, um, like the Justice League and Young Justice and they all have like amazing superpowers. Like there's this one character um, whose name's not coming to me right now, but she can embody like any animal um, on Earth or that has ever ro- walked on Earth, so it, extinct or not. So she um, can do like that's a very bunch. transfiguration. Yeah, like so she can um, adapt easily. Like she can fly. She can, um, uh, or she can like climb walls like a spider. She can get night vision, uh, like a T Rex. Like all this stuff, it's really cool. But does that power last? How long does it last? Like until as, she changes it. Hmm, that's interesting. She that's can she tight. can change it. I can't. Man, it was, I'm cannot remember her name because I just discovered who she was. But I just thought it was really cool because I'm like, well, she'd be okay in like almost any situation. Uh, so she just has to change like whatever power she wants to be, whatever animal she's doing. Um, I always thought that was cool. She can be like strong, like an elephant, like all this stuff. I, I was like, that's the coolest power. So that's like number one right now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think really hard about these things. <laughs> uh, how attached are you to your online name, Red Rider? And have you ever changed it? Would you ever change it? I I'm pretty attached to it. I why? I I just I like like I said, it was like one of the best compliments I I got um from this guy about my writing, and I'm really attached to it. Like uh, uh I only change it during holidays, <laughs> um, and it's always like kind of a play off of my name. But I wouldn't really change it. No, I would. I would be devastated if I couldn't have my name. I really wouldn't. I really like it. Um, it's me, my online persona. How attached? Okay, so how close is your online persona to your real life persona? I think it's pretty close. Um, I probably don't bitch as much online as I do in real life because <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like I'm a bartender. I work in the uh restaurant industry like somebody's usually pissing me off about something like right. I, just a guest um and I usually just kind of vent and then I'm good uh right. I don't seem to really do that online like um 
I know, I noticed that like a lot of times somebody has said something that I would say, so I just like star them. Um, I might kind of jump into a conversation if I feel like I have anything else to say or just like, man, this was what you said was great. I'm taking it into account, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So I'm probably I probably seem less I I don't know bitchy <laughs> online no, I than that. I am in like yeah, I not that I consider myself bitchy, but you know how it is working in like any kind of service industry. Well, also, I mean, I, I understand. I think I'm definitely a little bit bitchier, I think, in yeah. real life. Uh, it's yeah. just, I don't know, I guess, like, in front of a computer, it's much easier for me to control uh-huh. what I'm going to say. Not all the time, but usually, whereas in real life, like, I, like hiding that emotion on your face and on in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I am terrible me. at hiding yeah. the emotion. <laughs> right? Like, right? I, I, I'm okay with it sometimes, but, like, um, man, if somebody is irritating me, you know it. <laughs> like, you can see. And I, I have to work on it. Um, it doesn't happen very often. Like, I have a really good following at my job. Uh, I have great guests. But, you know, you just always get those people every now and then that come in, and you're just like, really? <laughs> and so it is really hard for me to hide, like, when I'm irritated. I try, but I fail. True. Usually in those situations, if you show that you're irritated, it doesn't make the, that person go away <laughs> any faster. That was the thing, you know, I mean, I used to work at so much uh, like retail during the holiday season. And like, oh. I think I just came to realize like, if I just let them think, or just smile, let them think <laughs> they got me, it'll like go away. So that's fine. Yeah. And I, I hate it because like, I mean, I'm really patient with people that like, you know, when they're trying not to be a bother and they, you know, they don't want to like, you know, be like, no, this is okay. Like if they're being nice, I'm like, please, I'm going to go out of my way to help you. I'm so sorry. Thank right. you for being nice. It's just those other people that are just like screaming at you because they didn't get that extra sour cream. I'm like, okay, I want your life where this is my biggest problem. Like that sounds like a great life. Like I didn't get enough sour cream on my baked potato. My world is like devastated. I want that life. <laughs> so that's how I feel. Oh, sorry. Uh, one second. My mom is texted me and wants me to like do something right now for her and uh, like via the phone. And I know how she is. If I don't do this something for her right now, it's like she'll just keep calling and calling and calling. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Sounds like my mom. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. Okay. So uh, I. Uh, got a little drunk and a little high the other night and um, <laughs> mom called and I really wanted to talk to her and I saw the phone ringing and I'm like, I don't think I could pretend not to be drunk or high and talk to my mom who's pretty religious. Um, oh, really? So I just like, like ignored it and I felt terrible. And then my boyfriend got home. I'm like, my mom called and I wanted to talk to her, but I couldn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Wait, can I, I tell you a funny story too? Sure. So. Uh, in college, like I had just like maybe my second or third year, we had just moved into an apartment together, like me and my friends. Uh-huh. And so we had like, invited some people over so that we could like smoke weed in my new room with the bong. <laughs> so my mom in like the middle of a circle sesh, my mom calls and I ignore it. And then but she leaves a voicemail. And when I check it, she's like, I know you're at your new apartment with your friends smoking marijuana right now. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck? 
Chino. Literally, the moment I am like, that is some scary mom intuition. <laughs> right? I know. And um, my mom and I were like estranged for a long time. Um, and when we reconnected, like I kind of just threw out all this like um. Like, I, I used to, like, not want to tell her when I was drinking um, and all this stuff. But, like, I think I have, like, drunk dialed my mom a few times, like, <laughs> and I'm just, like, just to call to say hi. And she's still pretty religious, but she's more forgiving about it. <laughs> so it's, it's nice. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older. Um, but... If I'm stoned, like, a little bit in the evening and talking, my mom will call. My mom calls, like, five times a day where sometimes I have to put her on a phone diet. But, like, she'll call, and then if someone is with me, they'll sometimes look at me and, like, make hand motions, like, faster, faster, like, talk faster, because I'm, like, like, hey. You're, like, dropping, like, one word a minute. (laughs) It's just, like, you're tired, it's late, you know? (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, that's how she is. I usually try to call her when I'm on my way to work, um, because I'm more focused. But, yeah, sometimes she surprises me and calls me at night when I've been drinking. I'm, like, damn it. So... How religious is your mom? My mom's She's, super religious. My mom is too. I I grew up in a really religious house hmm. and a really kind of conservative house. And let's see. Well, my mom went to prison for like four years okay. and um okay. and she got out and she seemed more religious. And my aunt even pointed out that like she's worse now religious wise than she was before. Did she find um, religion in prison? I think she just went back to religion in prison. Because I remember she kind of burned off a little bit. Like, when I hit, like, 14, 15, 16, she really wasn't as strict about a lot of things. Strict, but, like, religion-wise, she wasn't. And, um, but, like, now she, yeah, it's pretty, it's a lot. Like, uh, sometimes it's overbearing. Um, and, uh, like, for my birthday, she sent me, like, this women's Bible study. And it's, like, this this terrible teal green color it has my name engraved so i like can't even give it away and i'm like this is the worst present i've ever received. Wait, what is it it's a bible study you said or a... it's a woman's bible study what do, you, what do you mean by that um okay so you can study the bible um but it's like a woman's review on studying the bible which i guess maybe it's just like how to be more subservient to your man i don't know but i i haven't read it i haven't even touched it i like threw it under my bed so um she called me she's like did you give me my gift i was like yeah (laughs) just like left it at that and i didn't want to i like i didn't want to make her feel bad but i kind of did because i'm like this is i mean what do you expect me to do with this i don't understand like i've i've always loved studying religion and i have a very open mind to all religions i Mm -hmm. i love knowing about it but i am not in the mind that one religion is the true and you know like that's just that doesn't work for me so i um I'm respectful, but I don't push like, like this is the one. Like, and I used to. I um, I used to be really super religious, like she did. And then I just, when I was like, thirteen or fourteen, I'm like, this is dumb. So I like branched out and started learning more about everything else, and I respected it. So, mm. is your dad religious? No, <laughs> he's not. Like they go to church. But I can talk to my dad about anything and don't feel like he's judging me. Like, I don't think my dad is as religious. My parents are divorced, but he, I don't think he was ever as religious. And he would just like, he just does it because all Koreans do it. Like everyone does it. 
Yeah, I feel like that's kind of how, like, I have an uncle and aunt that live up in Riverside, and they just kind of go to church because, like, that's how they were raised, but they're not, like, they're not, like, how my mom is. And I, I think my dad and his side of the family is like that, too. Um, but, like, for instance, my dad, I can cuss around my dad. If I cuss around my mom, like, she flips out, and she's just, like, stop saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and so, like, it, I feel more relaxed talking to my dad than I do with my mom. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let me go back to you a few questions <laughs> about Gawker again, I guess, again, too. Sure. Um, so, uh, you are, well, I want to ask you, okay. Well, I was going to, this is a weird question to ask because, like, I don't think I asked you, like, it hasn't been addressed yet. Okay. If, if you, what your, um, so, hmm, you're a mod of the salad bowl yes. because um, are okay. there any white mods in the salad bowl? No, right? It's just uh, like, no, right. it's um, with the exception of Bay Area chick, uh, everybody is black. Oh, is she? She is Latina. Oh, yeah. Okay, so and that thus, Red Whiter is a black woman. Yes, yes. How, like, <laughs> how do you ask? Is this kind of, I don't know. It's like trying to like naturally bring it up. So the question is. It's oh, okay. You God. can just ask me. It's all right. I know. It's just, here's the question now. So what is it like commenting online as a black woman? And how is it different from, say, commenting as a white man? Um, I guess Um, it just kind of depends. Like, I know that for a while on Jezebel, like, everyone just kind of, I guess there's, like, a default, like, everyone just kind of assumes you're a white woman when you come in on Jezebel, unless you, like, make it a point to bring it up, even with my avatar, um, not this one, but I had, like, a black Wonder Woman was my old avatar, and a lot of people thought I was white, and I guess it's because, like, like, there are a lot of people that you kind of figure are posing as black, but they're really white, but... What? (laughs) yeah i mean that is so (laughs) what i I, will i mean i've seen it um like rachel dole is all in the comment section i've heard it where like someone were like you're definitely not a black person (laughs) you are someone posing as it um it just so like it it depends like on gawker i kind of feel like a lot of people just assume that i'm black um because of my avatar Mm -hmm. or i should say i haven't had a problem with it um really but um as far as commenting as a black woman, obviously Gawker and Jezebel are two different themes. Like, um, sometimes I don't even like fucking get into it with, um, Jezebel anytime there's some like race related article because it, it's just a fucking mess. Um, I will read about it. Uh, a lot of times on the salad bowl, some of the salad bowlers will make a post or they'll comment about it and I'll go and I'll read through a thread, but, um, I'm just kind of done with like, (laughs) with anything race related on Jezebel because it's just, it, it gets to be a mess. Um, as far as Gawker goes, it's a little bit better though. I'm sure there's people that'll like dispute that. Um, but I don't, I don't know. This is why I'm, I go to the salad bowl. So like if something like this happens on the main page, um, I can just go talk <laughs> amongst my community instead of dealing with so obvious like racist trolls too. Um, like I have to deal with that on Gawker, so I just figure, just go to the salad bowl and talk about things. Do you think white men on Gawker 
white straight men in Gawker ever deal with racist trolls? Like, feel it directed towards them? them? Like, Do what? I feel that they deal with racist trolls? Yeah. Um, sometimes. How? Not a, not oh. a lot. Okay. Uh, I see, like, the... Uh, the veteran commenters dealing with race that I happen to know that are white. Um, I see them dealing with it, but I just don't. Um, I, and I don't know who is, but like, man, we were being terrorized for like two weeks straight with this person that kept getting out of the grays. And I was like, who is letting this person out of the grays? They are seeing obviously racist shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, like would just stink up all these threads. And I'm just like, why aren't people just ignoring them? Like, it's so obvious, but, uh, yeah, I don't like, granddad deals with it a lot though i think he's gotten um to the point where he just starts ignoring the shit (laughs) but um he was the one that was dealing with it the most i feel like when you see all the racist i mean i see it you know a little bit but like and then i'll just like oh i'll like scroll away because it's just so hurtful yeah terrible and not you know and so i'll scroll by it but i don't know if i'm i don't know i guess do you feel because you you see it all the time, I guess. I mean, I see it all the time. Does it deaden you a little bit to see those comments? No, not really. It doesn't surprise <laughs> okay. me. No, not at all. Um, it doesn't surprise me. I um, I think you kind of get numb to, like, racist shit. Like, I, I know somebody came at me one time, like, last summer with, like, some sort of racist thing. I'm like, okay, this is just Tuesday for me. If you think that this is going to get me, like, riled up, I'm like, no, this is this is nothing to me. Um... It, uh, I think it depends on where we see it. Like, for instance, if I were to see something like that on the salad bowl, like, we just immediately block someone. We don't, like, try to, like, change their mind. And I think that's what makes it worse um, when these trolls are clearly being racist and people are, like, trying to change their mind. I'm like, you know, you're making yourself look like a fool arguing against this idiot. Like, just ignore them, dismiss them, that's it. Like, they just want attention. Uh, so it... it yeah, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't bother me. I try to get into the grave sometimes, uh, grave, to see if there's anybody that actually is saying something intelligent. But usually on, like, the race articles on Gawker, like, I just ignore the graves altogether because one way or the other, they're getting out. Um, okay. Next. Okay. Yeah. In, one of your com- in one of your comments, I saw... <laughs> Uh, it says you were referring to um, a new black and so I wanted to know what is a new black Uh, what's a new black person it's somebody that um, denies that black people are struggling because of institutionalized racism and like the years of you know the negative history in our country. Um, though I can say that I was a new black, um, for the longest time though, I couldn't have told you what it was just because I always grew up around, um, in predominantly white areas. And I was like the only black kid in one of my schools for a while. And, um, it is hard to shake that way of thinking when you've grown up like that, but it's not impossible. And, Maybe one of the reasons, for me anyways, that I kind of, well, okay, here's the thing. So, you know, you're a black person and you're in this a school with all these white people and they're 
telling you, you know, oh, you don't act black and you don't sound black and you don't know that that's an insult, like, especially at a young age, if somebody doesn't tell you that. Um, and I know for me, like, I really wanted to be friends with, like, other black kids, but there wasn't any in the neighborhood. And then I got to middle school and then there was, like, all these black kids and I try to hang out with them and they say the same shit that, like, all the white kids did. Well, you don't act black, you must be, you want to be white. And I'm just like, I don't understand, like, how I'm not acting a certain way, like, that I am. And um, it really leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So I think in that instance, you do kind of turn that help, at least for me, become a new black because I'm like, okay, well, the black kids don't want to talk to me, but and I have more acceptance than the white kids because I'm non-threatening. So I just went out, like, went and hung out with white kids. And, um, you know, and it, my mom was, she, she definitely helped me with that way of thinking because I don't think think she realized she was a new black either um with well you gotta act right you gotta talk right act like you're a sims you know you don't you don't know any of this if you're not educated so um I got older and started taking like some black history classes and then you know just all this shit that happened and when I was younger you start realizing that um people saying stuff to you was that was like really racist Mm -hmm. and you start realizing like the defense that you could have said if you had educated yourself or if you had been educated enough to know but even now um when I read things like it's it doesn't happen very often but I um have to make sure that I'm looking at it from like a black perspective and not like a new black perspective because that was a part of me for so long no I think that makes sense I mean um there are a lot of times well it's it's not that race and gender are, are similar but like with uh, certain like sex issues, I'll do that and and I'll wonder like, is this? Do I think this way because you know, you know, I've thought a certain way, but or eh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. You just you got to make sure that you're looking at it at the right angle and not at like a new black angle. Um, and you know, with like the new black angle, you've got to make sure that um, you are look looking at it objectively you're not saying that like well if they just did this and if they just did this then they'd be okay because that doesn't work for everybody you know there are people out there that are struggling and they're trying to get out um you know do better in their lives and they're not opportunities given to them because of it and it's not because they're lazy it's just because of racism in this country so i um it is and I, i had a discussion with some people on the salad bowl and a lot of people well, a few of them said that they understood because that's how they were raised, too. Um, it is always enshrouded in your mind, and you just have to be bigger than that to know, like, this is not how, this way of thinking is not right. And there's a lot of ways where you can just, you can educate yourself. So there's no excuse for that. That I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> another question. Um, <laughs> okay, so since... Since all of us do have like an some sort of anonymity online, but at the same time, we have like fomented an identity mm-hmm. and a reputation, right? With yes. that, with our username. So, how far do you think anonymity can really go when we are so attached to our usernames? And what are the what do you think are the pros and cons of I guess, being anonymous on online and commenting. Um, Okay, so definitely cons would be how, um, for instance, when that whole bullshit went down with uh, Gawker and the 
the blackmailing thing. Um, I saw so many people in the comments before I got deleted saying that they were lawyers or, um, you know, just whatever. And they said, this is this and this. And hold I hold on one second. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to ask you this question again. Hold on. Hello. <laughs> yes. Okay. One more thing. Sorry. I'm just going to text this guy, my mom's number. Um, I'm sorry, this has to happen in our call. It's so lame, but... It's okay. I got nothing but time. Mm, are you? How much coffee do you drink? I mean, are you oh. on your fourth cup yet? Yeah, I am. Girl, I drink so much. It is terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to be moving in with my boyfriend in October, and I told him he really has to help me cut down on my coffee because um, it's bad. And, uh, he, you know, he said he would, but <clears throat> I, I, I drink coffee... So I'll have like maybe four or five cups and then I'll drink like a ton of water. I try to drink like a gallon of water a day. Um, and then I might have a drink, but I don't actually drink that much. So I then. sometimes I'll drink drink coffee at the beginning of these calls and then I have to go to the restroom, but I can't. Like I can't I don't think I've ever told anyone like this is the first time that I've actually had to take a call or like, you know, do something during the call, but I just wait. It's kind of torture by the end. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Okay, so let me ask. I'm going to edit all that out. I'm sorry, no but worries. I'm going to ask you the question again. So um, how far do you think anonymity goes on Gawker where we have these usernames that do provide us, you know, some privacy, but at the same time, we've become so attached to them. And so with like, you know, um, like our identity and reputation are become associated with our username. And so what do you think? the pros and cons are of that and that being sort of being anonymous but having an attached being attached to your mm -hmm. username identity i what it's a con whenever people are um claiming that they're lawyers or like doctors and on like a really serious uh right that's, that's true yeah, you know, like, because um, anybody can say a lawyer. I can say I'm a lawyer, um, but obviously people know that I'm not a lawyer, but I can make up something and say that I am. Um, and But when you're, like, anonymous, uh, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, okay, maybe you're a lawyer, uh, you know, maybe not. Uh, that That's a con. Um, a pro would be, well, um, if I didn't go to meetups, like I have in the past, like, um, nobody would know exactly really who I am, but I kind of like to put a face with a name. Like when I went to a meetup in LA last year, it was so awesome. And I, and then all these people online, I'm like, okay, this is what you look like. And this is what I can, you know, how I can see you. I like that. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot, you know, obviously like a pro, you can make up anything and someone can believe it as long as you're, uh, you know, you're convincing, but sometimes that blows up in your face too. Jeez. Um, you know, but I I don't know. I really try to make sure that my online persona is how I am. Uh -huh. um, so if I do go to these meetups and you meet me, you're not getting a sense of uh, like anything that I'm like, I'm being fake. Right. I mean, I guess I would show up and be like, here's the real me, guys. <laughs> no, That's just yeah. one dimension. Oh, no, okay. So, you know, when you go, if you meet up, like, you know what to expect out of this person because, or out of me, I should say, because this is exactly how I am online um, and how it is, how I am in real life. 
I'm just wondering like how just I'm, I'm sorry I'm wondering like how many people how many regulars are the actually also themselves in real life uh-huh mm, just because I mean some people are really extreme you know yeah I don't obviously like people that are trolls are kind of just being douches um you can they I always feel that they're not being who they really are in life and then who they are in life is probably um somebody it was usually somebody like much much weaker um especially you know when they land blast like a thread for no reason with some bullshit I'm like what is going on in your life that like you feel that being obscene is like the right move you know I those people are definitely not acting how they are but maybe they are but I, I feel like most of the time they're not acting like how they really are in life right I wonder it would make them easier to identify I guess I think so, too. I, I can't say that... I've only been to two meetups, I believe, mm-hmm. and I can't say that um, I've heard of anybody who is, like, a troll um, going to a meetup and then just being completely different, or even just a troll going to a meetup. I don't think that happens. I don't know if I could go to a meetup, because I don't know if I could, like, share all my little toilet stories. Maybe I would. <laughs> If I, you guys had a face attached to the name. I, um, see, it doesn't bother me. I guess just because I bartend and I hear so many fucking stories from guests about just crazy things. So nothing can really shock me, I feel like. Um, but I, for me though, I, I kind of like having a face with the name. Um, just, I mean, just because I like having a face with the name. I'm like, oh yeah, this person. And, uh, on Twitter, um, a lot of people post pictures of themselves, so you do have a face with the name. True, that's true. Um, uh, okay, what is what's your definition of a troll? Since we're on the su- subject, um, it's definitely changed from what it used to be. Which was uh, what? Uh, it's when like somebody would just come and leave a comment that is supposed to rile people up, and then not comment ever again. But mm. now it's so different. At least what I've seen. Um, on Gawker uh, is where like someone purposely is um, op- or being deliberately op- obtuse about things um, just to like drive people insane. And it's kind of easy to see like who they are um, if not by what they're saying and just checking their profile. But that, that kind of seems to be what a troll is anymore. And I, I don't like it when people kind of throw it out um in terms of maybe somebody is asking a genuine question um, about something that might seem a little tone deaf uh, and people are like, you're trolling, you know, I'm like, well, I I don't really think that they're trolling. I think they actually want to know what this is. And uh, you can, I think it's easier to tell those people um, though. Some, sometimes um, someone will jump in and say, this person is not who you think what it is, which actually happened to me last week. Um, But yeah, I, I think that's kind of the definition of where trolling is as far as Gawker media goes. Has anyone ever accused you of being a troll? Yeah, but it wasn't on Gawker. It was on Facebook, which was stupid because, like, it was – I'm using my name. I'm not using, like, anything – like, nothing anonymous, nothing username. Um, it was it was really dumb because uh, a former friend of mine was talking about, like, that Connecticut shooting at the elementary. This is, like, when it kind of went down. Mm-hmm. And she, like, posted something about how, like, she didn't – her status was, like – this didn't really happen. All those kids were actors or, or something like that. 
And um, and I told her, I'm like, this is really disrespectful, especially to, like, the parents who lost their kids before Christmas. I'm like, these were six-year-olds. And um, we were just arguing because I'm like, you have a six-year-old. Like, how would you feel if someone's like, I don't believe that your six-year-old is dead? I'm like, this is, this is really fucking stupid. And then, like, her boyfriend's best friend jumped in and said, stop trolling. I'm like, I'm not trolling. I'm asking her legitimate questions about, like, her stupidity. I'm like, this is dumb. And I, I, like, really was kind of floored that they thought I was trolling because if you had seen this re- stupid, like, argument, it was, like, probably about, like, 20 comments and, like, half of them were me and half of them were her. So there's no way I was trolling um, when I'm, like, asking her, I'm like, how would you feel if this was your child and people are telling you that, like, she's not dead? It was it was so dumb. And I just ended up, like, blocking and deleting everybody because I was like, I don't even want to get into this conversation. Oof. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, how should Gawker deal with the various troll and burner accounts? I, uh, you know, I, I hear from like cheerful and they may be snacktastic when they're talking about the old comedy system and how that seemed to have worked, um, for so long. And I'm surprised that they don't just bring that back because obviously nobody like these, the, the authors, the Gawker writers and Jezebel writers, like, hardly any of them really, like, do- dive into, the, like, the comments unless they're just, well, on Jezebel, unless they're uh, being, like, assholes. I don't really see anybody on Gawker really diving into the comments too often. Um, and I remember when they switched over to this new Kinja system, uh, they made a point to say that we want our writers to interact with the commenters more, but I haven't seen any of that. So the whole, like, flagging system doesn't work if the author's not... Um, just kind of hovering on the page and, like, refreshing it. Um, so, I mean, you can contact, like, the tech team and they'll get right on it, but they it sounds like the old system worked with, like, the star. Um, I think there was a way where you could see, like, if somebody, um, like, brought out, like, a... Oh, God, I'm sorry. My phone's ringing. That's <laughs> so, uh, okay. <laughs> I think um, if somebody... Uh, they, they said that, like, you could see whoever um, commented, like, a sh- or starred, like, a really shitty um, uh, comment. Oh, yeah. They would get, like, their star taken away from them. Um, and according to what I've heard, that, st- that worked. Like, f- that was, like, the best system. And then they switched, and now they, yeah, it just, I mean, they, they really have to come up with something, but they don't seem to care about, you know, the commenter. So I, I don't know what else they could do. You know what would be a really cool idea one day if, like, the Gaga commenters ever were just, like, sick and tired of it and we could all change our names to one thing so that in the whole comment section, all you would see, and not something stupid like Gaga sucks, but, like, you know, something, something. I think that would be, that would be something, right? I would like that. I'd, I'd be that kind of cool if we get, like, a, like, everyone, like, everyone just changed your name to this one thing or, like, this phrase. <laughs> right. Or, like, everyone changed their name to Hamilton Nolan. <laughs> I think that would be tight. Like, everyone, everyone. That would be awesome. I would be okay with that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Me too, actually. I like that. Yeah, I always like when um, people change their names for, like, holidays and uh, Christmas and stuff like that because you get some creativity. I really like that. That's true. I think the best that I could do for those was, like, scary kittens and unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what you have to do. You have to, like, take a poll and be like, guys, I'm going to change my name. Uh, Should it be this? Should it be that? And, like, people will tell you. Yeah, at the same time, I think people would also tell me, like, 
we don't care. So that's <laughs> what I would be scared to not ask. Um, <laughs> that Yeah, that too, for sure. Uh, <laughs> okay, so because of the way Gawker doesn't deal with trolls, right? And they're all right. racist and sexist. Do you think that because they don't deal with it, that Gawker indirectly ends up facilitating white privilege and white supremacy? Absolutely. Um, especially, yeah, absolutely. 100%. You're not going to deal with it. Um, I, uh, I was told, um, that whenever they were dealing with those, like, like porn gifts and all, like, you know, all those gore gifts, uh, or what's it, gifs? Uh, or those, all I those say things. gif. Gif. Okay. Yeah. Um, all that when they, when, when Jezebel was dealing with that, like they were told just to deal with it because it wasn't breaking any commenting rules. And um, I think Gravy Sauce was like, well, that makes sense. It's a bunch of men. Like, it doesn't affect them until it does. Right. So, they won't get They don't get it. They don't get it. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, and this has come up on this album a, a few times where we've talked about how Gawker Media is definitely is promoting this. Um, th- I mean, they might think they're not or they might think that they're on the right side, but they're not. Like, they're definitely promoting all it. Like, just... You know, if, if this is a problem, it's an issue, they're not really doing anything to address it. Like, you can get people blocked, um, or but they're just going to come back again, like, two seconds later with, right. like, a new, um, new username. And they, because they don't, was it the H, HP, what is that? Like, I, I don't know, I'm not internet savvy, but they can't track, like, the HP address or whatever that is. Um, they won't do it. So it's like, okay, but if you got somebody that is like stalking and harassing you and I can keep sending it to the tech team and they can keep blocking it, but what's the fucking point if they can just make another burner account in like two seconds? It's true, but isn't it, I, I think that it's really, really expensive and I also have no idea what I'm talking about if you were <laughs> to be able to locate someone's ISP address? Is, is that I, what it is? I, I don't IP? know. IP? Is it? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know, but I'm just saying that, like, this was a problem. And you notice, like, nothing happened until it spread to other sites. And then when Jezebel wrote there, like, we've got a problem. And it just, like, it was a, yeah, it just, you know, they don't seem to care. Um, and it, it's kind of a, <laughs> You know, like, a, it, it just sucks because I love going to the Gawker Media sub-blogs, but I don't necessarily care for Gawker Media because that they don't really seem to have a grip on how to get this to stop, or they don't seem to care on how to get it to stop. Um, they, they, they definitely don't care. No, I mean, I, I talked to, when I talked to AJ, he said that it was just on a low list of priorities. Uh-huh. Um, but AJ also kind of did away with, like, that... That star community hmm. moderate uh, moderation too, right? Like he's the one that got rid of that. I th- I think I don't know actually. Yeah. I'm almost positive that was him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the shit I've been told. I'm pretty sure that was it. <laughs> so. Oh, so I have another question. Is um, well, have you ever? So have you ever changed your view? Based on something a commenter has said, or have you ever changed someone else's view? And if yes, what was it? And what was it about? Um, I don't, I can't think of any like really specific uh, themes, but yeah, of course, my view has changed a lot. Um, reading what other people have seen, like when I was talking about being like a new black, um, that is something that I did to educate myself, but also um, a lot of people would say things, um, right? These, um, these posts about it 
um, about not just new blacks, but just about anything. And I am always open to educating myself um, about things that I might have been ignorant about um, previously in my life. And that was definitely one of them. Um, I don't know if I've changed anybody's mind that I can think of on the top of my head. I've definitely had conversations with people where they seem kind of down. So I just kind of encourage them. Um, I don't know. I did like a, <laughs> I did like a swingers 101 thing and I had, um, ask me anything. And I had a lot of people asking me questions. I don't know if I, um, made it seem like it's not that, taboo of a thing to do anymore um but I know a lot of people are like I'm a little bit more open to it now because you wrote about it um but I know that as far as like um just social and civil issues with me I've, I've learned so much just reading themes online um and I like I said before I'm always open to like just making sure that I I know what the deal is um like in the weeds does the outlaws which is like a LGBTQ um, site and when they don't post a whole lot but they do post um, things about like uh, queer issues I believe she said and it just it's good to know these things like I want to know these things so I I can be an ally um, that's an awesome answer ah, thank you uh, so since we're on the topic of sub blogs um, I had mentioned that Red Rider is a mod at the salad bowl which started like maybe a year or a year and a half ago like i remember your inception and it's really awesome because i feel like it's become like pretty popular and successful you know in a short period of time and so my first question is i guess why do you think the salad bowl is successful as uh, a community i i think because it's one of the few places where people of color can come and talk um we just did a theme where we wanted the um, community to ask what they would like more to see mm -hmm. um and yes. uh it you know it's um it's good because we're, we're getting a lot of people with um talking about like we want more diverse issues which is cool like i'm i'm definitely for that but i think it's because it's specifically ran by people of color for people of color it doesn't mean that um, if you're a non-person of color, you can't come, but it definitely covers issues where we don't have to worry about, you know, some gawker troll fuckhead, like, coming and disrupting our conversation, you know? Right. Um, it was really funny, because I, I think I the last time I blocked anybody was, like, four months ago, and I was kind of giddy about it, because I'm like, look, I can actually be a mod and block somebody, like, it... It, we don't get them very often, and um, obviously there's no, like, safe place on the internet, but that was definitely um, one of those issues um, where this is a safer place on the internet. Um, but at the same time, it's not without, like, um, concerns uh, where we're trying to address everything, make sure that everybody feels okay being there, um, all people of color feel okay being there, and that's why we did this whole, like, what do you want to see from the salad bowl? But I definitely think it has to do with that. I um. It posted a lot more whenever the salad bowl first uh, was created. I think it was right around the time that Maya Angelou died, and she was one of my favorite writers. So I posted a lot of her shit, and then I was like, hmm, I should post, like, a poem a day. So I started doing, like, um, like just different um, black author, or, yeah, poets and writers, like, a poem of theirs. And I just stopped because I got busy, and I'm, I'm terrible at... Um, 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm terrible at like mismanaging my time. So I needed, I want to start doing that again. I know like in the weeds and I wanted to do a whole thing about racism and restaurants and we got to start working on that. And that was more of my issue than hers. So, um, but I, I think it's just because you can go and you can talk about all these themes and you don't feel like somebody's going to hijack the thread with like, um, some bullshit racist theme. So what do, what do people want to see more of? When you um, took that we, pool. we got a lot of people that want to see um, more happy shit, which I definitely <laughs> what? Jeez, <agree> <laughs> oh, really? I mean, specifically, they want that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Like, I think it's really important to report on these things, but it does get kind of dismal, and you're like, oh my god, can someone just post like a cat video? And um, so I understand that. Um, we got a lot of people that want to do see like makeup and beauty, um, sexuality. I love the makeup and beauty. I know. Oh, um, I love really? that uh, Vigation does that like person of color beauty po- open post. Like I love that he does that. So they want to see a lot of more like makeup and beauty. I also like your hair post too. Oh god, <laughs> my hair journey. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm. Yeah, it, it has been. It's a rough one because I am definitely one of those um, black women that did not know what to do with her hair, um, and I. It's been a learning process, and I'm really glad that a lot of the bullers like told me like try this, do this, because um, it's working. But um, we we had um, queer issues too. I think in the weeds brought that up, and somebody else did. They wanted to see a lot more of that, which obviously that's not my forte. So I um, definitely like she should take the reins on that. Everybody. Because uh, I, I I honestly read these posts so I can, like, understand um, better than what I do. Um, and I think that was about it. I got – we saw a lot of people that weren't, like, common of the day. Um, I think common of the day is kind of hard. I guess so. Uh, it – I don't know about doing it daily, but definitely um, maybe a few times a week would be okay. At least that, that's me. Um, they wanted – Somebody else wanted to do um, unpopular opinion posts, which I actually kind of like. And Ooh, that sounds, I'm scared already. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, it, it hasn't, there's only been one in like kerfuffle, but as far as I know, everybody is pretty respectful of each other. I, um, I hate it because I always see these amazing posts and I always want to like comment on them, but I'm always on my phone because I'm going, going, going. And it's easier for me to type it out on my computer than it is on my phone. Um, but I, I definitely want to try to get involved more. And that was, oh yeah, that was another thing. Um, like the mods wanted like a, like a, like serious pieces or like opinion pieces, kind of how like Gawker does those essay Mm -hmm. pieces. Um, we had a few people that wanted that. So like the mods were talking about maybe once a month, one of us writing an essay piece, whether it was happy, sad, whatever. So I um, also like your post when you're like, which dress should I wear to meet my boyfriend's family? I, I did, and I enjoyed all the comments as well. Oh yeah, I um, I, I feel terrible sometimes because like uh, on Twitter when we like DM in groups, like they'll be having this serious conversation, and then I like pop in. I'm like, hey guys, should I get these pants? <laughs> and, and like, and then I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Like, I just never, I feel ta- bad because I'm like, I feel like I should be involved in these conversations, but I'm always shopping. So, yeah. Like, like it always seems like when these themes are happening, like, I'm at a store and I need, like, help. So, I, uh, <laughs> like, I sorry uh, about this pressing issue. I <laughs> need help with these shoes. But... Yeah. And, and that happened one time. I was like, I didn't even run it. Like, can I be completely terrible and interject and ask if I should get these pants? <laughs> like, 
they're like, yeah, yeah, get him. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind that. I definitely wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of more um, happy themes on the uh, sellable. Like I said, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't cover the dismal ones, but um, we should definitely have, uh, I feel like, an even amount. Um, and I, I had written about that, um, I think it was probably last year, when we did a call for authors, which we'll be doing again soon, and um, somebody said, well, I, I said that there's too many shares, like a lot of people were just sharing links from the main page that had to do with like race issues, and I talked to the other mods and I made a post, and I'm like, you know, you don't have to just share themes, feel free to post whatever you want, it doesn't have to be serious. And I think like, just passing through said, well, like, what can we post? I'm like, you can post about your cats. I don't care. <laughs> like, right. It doesn't matter. Like any, any side of the spectrum is okay. So we want to make sure people understand that. <coughs> um, <coughs> so <coughs> I'm sorry. I just got like the coughs. All right. <coughs> okay. Secretly. I actually just took a hit of weed. <laughs> and that's what I said. I was like, Shit, can I be discreet about this? Um, but it didn't work, but it's fine. That's funny. Um, so what's an argument you're tired of hearing over and over again on the main page? Uh, I think it's arguments. Um, I think, um, well, if it has to do with like racial issues, um, I'm kind of sick of, I don't know, I guess, I guess it's the whole, um, when, okay, when a police do, like, end up killing, like, um, a young black person, mm -hmm. um, or an older black person, and they, like, immediately, you, you see people, and I'm pretty sure they're trolls, but they immediately be like, well, they were doing this, so this is why they ended up dead, you know, I'm like, right? because they were breaking the law doesn't mean that they, they need to end up dead, especially if it was something kind of as far as the law goes, a little bit trivial, um, you know, like, uh, they, that's the theme. And I, oh man, I should have posted on the salad bowl, but I was reading this article yesterday where it's like, um, like themes that white kids do that would get black kids killed or black kids killed. And, um, and it, and it was just like certain themes that, um, I've seen, um, especially in these like police shootings where, um, like they're seen as a threat and they end up getting killed where when white kids do it, it's no big deal. So, um, you know, I think probably that argument is the number one, um, because these police shooting reports are, are happening so frequently. Um, I hate that. And I, I think I even kind of went off with my mom about that too, like with the Mike Brown theme when she was just like, well, you know, he, he was, uh, like he stole. And I'm like, doesn't mean he ends up like, like fucking dead. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, um, I'm like, yeah, I mean, maybe he wasn't doing something, you know, even it just, just this shit. Like I, I hate that argument. Um. I also hate seeing when there are these mass killings, um, just like the gun rights activists, uh, and it's not so much on the main page, it's in the news when they're just like, this is not the time that we need to be talking about it when there's like this mass shooting. I'm like, no, this is exactly the time that we need to talk about it. This is just ridiculous. Um, 
And then I'm just thinking of current events like that. Probably the last scene is the Planned Parenthood where I still see arguments, people saying like, well, they're selling body parts. They're harvesting. Oh, shut. They are they're, not. They're, they're harvesting fetuses and selling body parts. I still see that shit. I'm like, harvesting this, fetuses. That sounds yeah, like an I just amazing that sci-fi movie. <laughs> I mean, does, but not like real life. Jeez. I just read that today. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, these are just the main arguments that I, that I'm thinking of that I've seen recently. I'm sure there's more, um, I, I wouldn't call it a, yeah, then I, I would definitely say those are the best or the, those are the top ones that I've seen almost every day. Do you think Gawker should cover, should have more race coverage, I guess, or Well, if they do, they need to hire a more diverse staff. Right. Um, That's so true. Well, I mean, have you ever, I've seen, have you seen the like Gawker staff pictures before? Um, one time. It was a like, while it was ago. It's like a though. baseball one or something like that, or like where they're all out to play sports together. And what was not lost for me was that everyone was white. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, everyone who isn't white. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like, um, and Jezebel is um, a bit more diverse than Gawker, yeah. but they have some issues with covering. Or they just they have some issues with like race articles that I see a lot of um, people on the Salable comment about. So sometimes that's not even that's not even like the issue, but it definitely is with Gawker. What would you want the Gawker community to know about the Salad Bowl? Um, that don't feel that you just have to lurk if you are a non-person of color, um, feel free to come in and talk to us uh, as long as it's in like a respectful, you know, you're not coming at us with some racist bullshit, but, um, it's not just for people of color. We really do, um, want everybody to come in and join us and talk about things. It doesn't matter. And a lot of people from back talk, um, and well, actually I think I just see people from back talk come and, um, hang out, on the salad bowl or, you know, comment on the salad bowl. So it's not just that, but definitely just come in with like an open mind and, um, come in to listen. And then what would you want? Okay. And this is the final question. What would you want people to know about red rider using three separate adjectives? Okay. Um, I'm evolving. (laughs) Evolving, nice. Yeah. I <laughs> I am uh, I'm optimistic. Nice. And now oh, hell. Um I am a cat lover. <laughs> I can't think of a third one. <laughs> nice. Well, so evolving, positive, cat lover. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that, there, that, those are, yeah, those are good. <laughs> so. and thank you for doing the call with me, Red Rider. Of course, I had fun. Oh, I had fun too. It's always fun doing these calls. <laughs> I will talk to you later. All right, see you on the main page. Bye. Bye.